0: Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we're going to begin our study of the Gospel of St. John. We're going to begin with, of course, chapter 1. Today I'd like to look at verses 1 through 5 and the richness of this passage. We hear in sacred scripture, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things came into being through him, and without him nothing came into being. What came to being through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. When you hear the beginning of the Gospel of John, does it trigger a response in you? In the beginning. Where have we heard that before? Hmm. Any guesses? I can't hear you. Say it louder. Any guesses? That's right. The first book of the Bible, Genesis 1-1, what does it say in the beginning? So we see in the Gospel of John this close connection between Old and New Testament. This idea that God who is, who was, and who is to come, forever present, the creator, the one who has come to save us, the one whose home is in heaven, And gives us the gift of free will, the gift of life, and the gift of, most importantly, eternal life. In this connection, it's very clear that the author of the gospel wants to connect the dots for us in showing that throughout human history, the plan of God's salvation for his people has always been in place, right from the beginning, no pun intended. But as the passage continues, in the beginning was the Word. And notice, if you see in your Bibles, Word is capitalized. We are speaking here of God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So again, when you think back to Genesis, this idea of, in our image and likeness, we created them. So it's showing this unity, this relationship of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God, three persons. What's important for us to understand here is in the Gospel of John, it is setting up that the person of Jesus Christ, we believe, is truly divine, he is God. It's not a symbol, not a reminder, not a prophet, not a nice guy. Although, yes, is Jesus a nice guy? For sure. He's God. But he's more than a nice guy is what I'm trying to say. It's important for us to identify that. It's just like on a sports team. You can have a bunch of nice guys, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a winner or it's going to be somebody who's going to be able to sell tickets for fans. This is not just somebody who was popular for a while, who said some nice words in the synagogue once in a while, or healed some sick people, and that was that. We're talking here about the greatest experience and relationship that we will ever come to know, and that is God being with us, this Emmanuel Jesus, who comes down from heaven to earth to redeem, to sanctify, to heal, and to love us. So he is the Word made flesh. He is God, capital G. He is the Word, capital W. He was in the beginning with God. So again, this helps the early listeners of John's Gospel and each of us to understand that Jesus was not just created in the Blessed Virgin Mary's womb. He always was. He just took on human form. He was always present. He's always divine. The human aspect of his very self, totally God and fully human at the same time, is exercised in the time that Jesus conceived of the Holy Spirit, was in the womb of the Virgin Mary. Notice how verse 3 in the Gospel of John says that, And all things came to be through him. Without him nothing came to be. So there is no other creator. It is God and God alone. And so the person of Jesus, who is God is attributed to these qualities about God. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. We know that there are many titles given to Jesus. There are many analogies used. There are many connections used. Jesus is called the light of the world. Not a light in the world. You and I are a light in the world but Jesus is the light of the world. In other words, like so many sports fans in Ohio say the Ohio State University, which I always find is very passionate in their fans but also very humorous at the same time, right? For us it is Jesus is the light of the world. There are no other options just like The Buckeyes suggest that there are no other options as a sports franchise, which obviously there are, but in their mind, it's the Ohio State University. And all you Buckeye fans, God bless, that's fantastic, you know, and all of you who don't like the Buckeyes are right, so you don't like the Buckeyes, cheer for somebody else. But to me, it's almost like there's only one team in the NHL, the Toronto Maple Leafs, You might argue because you like some other pitiful franchise, and God bless you, I'm in the business of forgiveness. I'm going to let it go. But here in the case, there is no other light. Jesus is. I am the way, the truth, and the life. F-E instead of G-H-T, of course. But I am the light of the world. Jesus calls himself who he truly is. And right at the beginning of the Gospel of John, this is displayed and attributed to Jesus. The light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. St. Paul writes this in his writings. We know that nothing can stop God. Nothing is more powerful. No one is stronger than God. And so we need to understand that this light of Christ which we especially focus on at Easter with the new Paschal or Easter candle, is a reminder to us that no one, not Lucifer, also known as the devil, not his demons, not any human being, can ever put out the light of Christ. You might think it's dim. You might think it's lower than usual but it never goes to zero. It is a reminder to us that Jesus is the fulfillment of the scriptures and that as we study the Gospel of John together, friends, you will see time and time again, this is called the Gospel or the Book of Signs. Signs showing us that Jesus is truly God. So, as we unpack the richness of the gospel that lies ahead of us, may each of us strive to make more true in our own hearts, our minds, and as we communicate our faith in God, that indeed Jesus is the word made flesh dwelling among us. For God's Playbook Friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via BudSprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks and God bless.